This is Argo's Game Night. Argo! On TSN 1050, the home of Argo's football. Welcome back to Vancouver, everyone. The Argos trailing 20-3 at halftime. McLeod Bethel-Thompson is with our Farhan Lulji. McLeod, 7 of 9 for 109. You're doing some good things moving the ball, but you guys haven't been able to finish. What can you do to change that? Yeah, that's not how we want to start. So uh, we've got a whole second half to play ball. A lot more football. Excited for it. Yeah, in that second half, you're down 17 going into it. So do you stick to the game plan or do you try to open it up a bit more? You can't change the game in one play, right? You've got to do it one play at a time. Inch by inch, climb, climb our way back. Thanks for this. Guys, and as far as the Lions' injuries are concerned, not good news. Both Brian Burnham and James Butler will not return to this game. They're both still in the locker room being evaluated. As far as Burnham's concerned, they're hoping it's a rib injury and that it's not serious, but too much pain to come back right now. We know we saw that it was a head injury as far as Butler's concerned, so the club's not taking any chances. And Lucky Whitehead seems to be spry, even though he's got that left ankle that was tweaked earlier. They're going to need everybody else as far as their offensive skill positions here in the second half if they're going to close this thing out. Uh, yeah, you know, we've been talking about it through the first six quarters here. The BC Lions have a lot of offensive weapons, and now, Glenn, that depth is going to be tested a little bit. Well, then you start to lean on Javon Katoy and Dominic Grimes and, and Keon Hatcher. And a lot of weapons on the field still. Underway. Third quarter. Leak with the return. Takes it out to about the... 35-yard line. BC Lions defense has been going to work. They've allowed just 18 points in the first six quarters of the season. Yeah, the defensive coordinator Ryan Phillips had them fired up early on, as Kate mentioned at halftime. And that goal line stand really set the tone for the Lions after a long drive for a touchdown from Nathan Rourke. The pressure got to McLeod Bethel Thompson a few times. They caught him from behind. Just three points on the board. Toronto has moved the ball, has not yet finished though. Here they're going to get it into the hands of Curly Gittins Jr. and that'll go for a first down pickup of close to 13 yards. Yeah, the Wilfred Laurier product has become a number one target. I mean after their first game against Montreal, it was targeted eight times in that one. More than any other receivers, caught six of them. Starts this offense in the second half with a nice catch and first down over the middle. First and 10 on the 48, they'll hand it off to Harris. A nice cut, he's gonna push ahead. And that's another first down for the Argos, who are trailing and they're down 17, but just starting the second half here. And lots of time to get Harris established after just six yards on five carries in the first half. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I'm just marveling at how physical this game is. This is the most physical game I've been a part of the, in the 22 season. I don't even think it's seen close live. with some of the hits we saw on the... I mean, that was a physical run by Andrew Harris. Ball now on that BC 51. Back to Harris again, and look at this. A huge hole he's going to push through. And he comes mighty close to another first down, and the Lions are saying they've got the ball. TJ Lee all of a sudden has it. And the officials will gather to discuss...
And they're going to say it's a turnover. A fumble from the Harris. On the field is a fumble recovered by BC. First down. Real good blocking at the point of attack to get Harris into the second level, into the linebacker core. Well, it's hard to see from that angle when the ball actually comes out. Can't see it at all. Oh, there it is on yeah. the ground. That's a good shot. Pops loose. Well before he was down. We just said it. This BC Lions defense has made plays like this all season. Take one more look because there's not really any players down. There's a ball right there on the ground, and, and clearly Andrew Harris is still up. Now he's down on his back right there, but the ball had been out before then. Yeah, that's pretty cut and dry. Yeah, it yeah. is, except for the whistle and where that was, but I I, I don't command think they stopped the Command reviewing the previous play. Uh, command center is going to take a look at it. I think they'll likely see what they just saw in a couple of different looks. We've seen before where, where a running back or ball carrier forward progress is stopped and yet the whistle is isn't quite hasn't been blown yet but the intent to stop the play was there so that's the only way that that Andrew Harris survives this fumble here but I'm not sure he's going to get it again you're right to get him established so important I mean well, he had six yards in the first half and he had 20 on these two carries to start this half prior to this ball popping loose. I think the bottom line here is the ball's out there and and he's still up. Like that that's his backside right there. Mad swarm of lions to that ball. Man center took a look at it. Let's find out what the call is. After review, the ruling on the field stands. First down, BC. Crowd here at BC Place. Loves it. The defense goes right back to work. Now the ball back in the hands of Rourke. As Whitehead, a quick bobble, but he hauls it back in. And Rourke, excellent in the first half, 239 yards and a couple of touchdowns. Well, yeah, and he started out the very first drive. This is a little 13-yard run in drive number one where he went five for five, 51 yards. Finished that drive right out of the gate to start this game to Burnham with a touchdown throw. And then he got Dominic Rimes. He got backs out of the backfield. Dominic Rimes for... A touchdown over the middle. You mentioned the numbers. It's a great first half. This one will go for another first down from the arm of Nathan Rourke in his first six quarters of the season, game and a half. 48 of 56 for 521 yards, five touchdowns, zero interceptions. You know what? Here. You know what's interesting about it is it's businesslike. You know, it's 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 not too big. The stage isn't too big. The spotlight's on him. He knew it'd be even more so than most quarterbacks in start number four. 
This time, they'll hand it off to Mackey, who will carry more of the load here with James Butler not out there right now. So there's the first two games so far. Well, two and a half games so far. Pretty impressive. 87.2%. That's a field goal percentage, not a pass completion percentage. You'll get it to Whitehead again on second down. This will be stuffed by the Argos D. Yeah, but this is a this is a way, not on this series. They're gonna have to Well, maybe Rick Campbell decides to go for it here on third down, but it's a it's a way with James Butler out sort of an extended run play to go with some of those bubble screens yep. wide receiver screens get lucky whitehead involved in those so third down three yards rourke in the offense remains on the field three receivers to his left rourke quickly to his right has a completion it's going to be driven back by i think forward progress was near the 40 and that'll be enough for a first town as he goes back to Keon Hatcher. That was precision route running from Keon Hatcher because he, he knew exactly where he had to go to move the chains. So he gets up the field and makes that break so he's when he comes back to the ball and the ball arrives he'll be right on the first down marker. Fifth catch of the game for Hatcher. Whitehead's got five. Rhymes has four. Katoy has four. Butler had four before he left the game as well. So Rourke once again spreading it around here at home on a Saturday night. Back to Mackey. Right up the gut. Look at this run by Mackey. And a hurdle over top of a defender. Ball pops loose. And the Argos are on it. Sean Amos comes up with it after a spectacular play by Mackey, but it must have bounced away as he came down after hurdling over the defender as both defenses make big plays. Here's another look at it. Up, down, ball out. Western product David Mackey with a nice run and a hurdle, but knocks the ball out of his own hand with his right arm. He gets up there and, and he knocks it out with the right arm, but, but the knee has not touched the turf when the ball comes out. Here comes the hurdle. He hits it himself. It's loose now. Keep going. And it's out before the knee touches the turf. So Toronto gets it back, trailing 17, just over five minutes gone in the quarter. It was closer than you think, though. I mean, the ball was out right. He still has control. It's out now. So stop it there. And the knee has just, we're talking three or four inches from touching the turf. Second and seven. Double Thompson has some time, looks to the far side of the field, has a completion to Ambles, but it will not be what they needed to keep the offense on the field. Yeah, but, but Bethel Thompson down there talking to his receiving core. It's like, I'm not sure he, he wanted Phillips or... 
Oftentimes there's a, a read route out there where he wants the adjustment depending on the cover. It didn't look like he got it there. He hasn't been shy during his career to take shots down the field. Hasn't looked for many yet here tonight. Here's Shy Ross on the return. And Ross will take this down the far sideline. And a decent impact for Shy Ross in his BC Lions debut. Third Grand Slam of the year comes your way Monday as the world's elite tennis players take to the grass course of Wimbledon. Tune in for early round action at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific, only on TSN. Bright and early, get your Wimbledon fix on TSN. A shot, look at that, beautiful. Lions offense looking for more. They've got 20 already. Another completion for Rourke. Uses that far side of the field and gets it to Rhymes. He's having himself a game. He's closing in on 100 yards receiving. Really locking in here on this on this really half field drive for Nathan Rourke after the BC defense gets the quick two and out after the David Mackey fumble. That's a response you want. Now Corey Mace wants his group to get a little heat on the young quarterback. See if they can rattle him at all. Hasn't happened yet, has it? Rapawamba close to the line of scrimmage. Second and five on the 44. Rourke flushed out of the pocket this time to his left. Takes a hit, still makes the play. And has a first down to Javon Katoy. You know, when, when Farhan showed him working out and that tape of him doing some extra work and rolling out, he did this exact move in that workout so young kids that are watching and there's a bunch in the stadium tonight with the flag football initiative and all that to get outside throw on the run with accuracy know you got a hit coming he's rolling the opposite way the, the way that's tough for a right-handed quarterback and delivers a strike work on those things in practice they transfer to the game Rourke, that one looks like it was batted away Defended well there by Richardson. The 275 yards passing, a couple of touchdowns, getting everybody involved. Now Richardson's had a big game. I mean, he's, he's been in good coverage. I've seen a couple of knockdowns now. He had the big hit, one of a bunch of them in that first half. Three interceptions last year for Shaq Richardson and putting together a pretty good game from that halfback spot. Rourke finds himself second and ten. Three options over to his right. Looks to the left. Thought about it. Had to double clutch, and now he's going to be taken down. And that was Winston McManus. His second sack of the season. So adding in a player. So this is this is what Corey Mace, and this is what I was talking about. Are they going to get to a point now where they're going to start to add in extra pass rushers to see if they can get a little bit more pressure on Rourke and get him to double clutch it, take a look, maybe hold it an extra second, and try to get home. That's first time that they got to the young quarterback. Hey, back up. Sean White has this set up, smack dab at the 50-yard line to give his team a 20-point cushion. And White puts it right down the middle. He's got enough leg. And Sean White remains perfect on the season and his return 
to the BC Lions, uh, Lions team that now leads 23-3, doing it on offense, defense, and special teams. Twenty-seven yards for Andrew Harris so far tonight. For more on one of the newest Argos, let's send it down to Farhan Logan. Yeah, Dustin, Andrew Harris says the adjustment to Toronto has been a very smooth one. He loves living in the big city, much like he did here in Vancouver, except he does hate the traffic, but he does bear some of the scars from how things ended in Winnipeg. Said he felt abandoned by that team and really felt like they didn't necessarily have his back after a tumultuous 2021 offseason. But more than anything else, he says he hated how last season went for him during the regular season. He wanted to atone for that and feels like he's in perfect position to do that here. Also says that you'd be surprised at how much Ryan Diggory and Mike O'Shea are similar. The big difference is a practice with Mike O'Shea at the end of that practice, if it, was, if it was a great day for the defense, yeah, you think it was a good practice. Whereas with Dinwiddie, if you think it was a great day for the offense, that's a good practice. He came into this game 252 yards away from 10,000 rushing, but he just surpassed the 15,000 all-purpose yards from scrimmage number. That one means more to him because he said that's always been what he's been known for, a dual threat, actually a triple threat, rushing, receiving, and also in his pass protection. So 15,000 yards from scrimmage, that matters the most to him. Uh, he's got a lot of accomplishments in the career, does Andrew Harris. Second and five on the 45, straight through, nowhere to go, boom, he got him. Watch him, takes him down. Trevante outside, watch him in that two-point stance off the edge. He's got nice wide outside so he can go inside pass rush with a bit of a rip move with the right arm right through Tate and to Bethel Thompson. John Haggerty out of Western Kentucky waits just inside his 25 set to let this go. That's taken just inside the 30 by Ross, a 44-yard kick from Haggerty. And lots of talk about the BC Lions offense so far this season. Watson says, what about us? Rourke has his BC Lions on top as we welcome you back to Vancouver. 23-20, the Lions lead. Rourke to his right. High ball, catch made, and Keon Hatcher is putting together a little bit of a football game here tonight. Great hands, strong hands, go up and rip that one down. That, that had some heat on it, right to the sideline, and, and Rourke knew that there was coverage closing, so he had to get it there in a hurry, and did. And one of the challenges that Jordan McSimmick has now, the offensive coordinator, is James Butler is out. They didn't dress another true tailback. So David Mackey's seen a lot of football. Hasn't got it back since after that run that he fumbled. Here we go. Looked like they were going to give it to him instead. It's gunned into the arms of Lucky Whitehead for a first down. Whitehead's sixth catch of the game. Former Owls coach Mark Tressman used to call this the ride in the side. He rides David Mackey on that fake, pulls it, and then goes on the quick slant to Lucky Whitehead. Tavares McFadden on the tackle of Whitehead. 
Whitehead's got 48 yards at 110 last week. Nathan Rourke now at 301 yards. Handed off to Mackey this time, and he spins ahead. And 25 yards combined in his first two carries, but obviously fumbled one of them. Yeah, and that, and that fumble, that's why I think it's important to get him the ball back. You know, get it back in his hands. You're still our guy. So, right yeah, yeah, so, you know, you, we, we're going to need you the rest of the game. That's that's the message. You go right back. It's like a quarterback going right back to a receiver that drops one. Second and seven for Rourke. Three receivers to his left. Goes over the middle. And that'll be another first down inside the 30-yard line. Back to Rhymes for his sixth catch of the game. Third Lions receiver to hit that mark tonight. Okay, so here's Corey Mace now going full blitz. He's got to get Muamba up there. You're going to see McManus coming on a blitz. He's to the left of your screen. Can't see him just yet, but recognition there from Rourke. He sees full pressure. Blitz coming. His receiver sees the same thing over the middle. Dominic Rhymes and execution to beat the blitz. Zipped it in there quickly. Now they work from the Toronto 29. Rourke towards the end zone, wide open. Touchdown, Javon Fatoy waiting for it, and the Lions strike again. They are loving life, aren't they? Four-man pressure this time. Corey May says, okay, that blitz didn't beat him. Let's go four-man pressure, see if he can read the zone. And he did, was patient, waited, and Katoy in behind coverage. Sean White, extra point, knocked home 30-3. BC Lions leading after a five-play, 70-yard drive that took two minutes and 45 seconds for Rourke who now sits at 342 yards passing and three touchdowns. Oh cheeky little route two fought by Javon Katoy. I mean just even if you're running against a zone you still want to make some moves out there to try and influence those zone players. So zone basically drop into a spot on the field but you would think that the receiver should just in a zone he should just you know maybe just sit in the hole. But watch Javon Katoy here, how he makes this little move to cause the bust in the coverage and two guys jumping Lucky Whitehead saying he's the dangerous threat and that little sneaky move in behind him from Katoy gets behind coverage. If you look at Rourke's touchdowns tonight, Burnham wide open, Rhymes wide open, Katoy wide open as well. And they've been finding some open space in the defense of the Argos. Javon Leak on the return. Forced out of bounds by Purifoy, but a solid scamper back. There's a flag at midfield as they took it outside the 40. Just as, as Katoy was catching this touchdown, or just as it left the hand of Nathan Rourke. During the watch, return. Watch Lucky Whitehead. He knew it was a Toronto, touchdown right away. Just, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they, they came to me. Down. Both guys, the deep outside third player who had that zone, he jumped me. And so did the corner. And it, looked, Rourke. it looked like Lucky was done his celebration by the time Katoy <laughs> actually caught the ball. I feel I can't help but feel like somewhere after their game today, 
the Elks are watching this and going, see? Yeah. See, this is what they did to us. Yeah. Kids for real. Touchdown tonight from Rhymes, Katoy, Burnham. He's been moving that ball around. Whitehead doesn't have a touchdown yet on the season, if you can believe it. Everybody else finding the end zone in this offense. And again, if you're just joining us, James Butler out in the first half. Brian Burnham did not return for the second half. Hopefully they'll both be okay. But Nathan Burke's getting it done without him. Got to get something going here if you're the Argos. Banks can't hang on. Delvin Bro, who getting into the lineup this week has had an impact in this ball game. He's there to make sure Banks couldn't make a play on it. Yeah, he, he must be because we haven't talked about Brandon Banks basically all game long. He hasn't really seen the football. And Go back and look at the video. I guarantee you 23 has probably been lined up in front of him most of the night. And Banks does not have a catch through that pass interference penalty. And that was the only other time we've really mentioned him so far here tonight. Here they are again at the top of the screen. Ethel Thompson has some time. Now he's got a man far side, and it is Banks. Came back to the ball, and he catches it for a big first down. Yeah, that, that, that's created with uh, the time for Bethel Thompson to step up and allow Banks to, on this basic look like a go route, it's a zone look for Delvin Bro, so that's not his responsibility. That sails in the deep outside third. They get this ball to Ambles, and he'll push it out to around the 40-yard line. And a little bit of momentum for the Argos here at the end of the third quarter, but they need a whole lot more because the BC Lions picking them apart through three quarters at BC Place.